0: "'Through every room in the house they went, "'but nowhere was she to be found. "'Neither was one of the servants to be seen. "'But Curdie, who had kept to the lower part of the house, "'which was now quiet enough, "'began to hear a confused sound as a sort of distant hubbub, "'and set out to find where it came from. "'The noise grew as his sharp ears guided him to a stair, "'and so to the wine-cellar. "'It was full of goblins.' "'whom the butler was supplying with wine as fast as he could draw it. "'While the queen and her party had encountered the men-at-arms, Harelip with another company, had gone off to search the house. "'They captured every one they met, "'and when they could find no more, "'they hurried away to carry them safe to the caverns below. "'But when the butler, who was amongst them, "'found that their path lay through the wine-cellar, "'he bethought himself of persuading them to taste the wine.' and, as he had hoped, they no sooner tasted than they wanted more. The rooted goblins, on their way below, joined them, and when Curdie entered, they were all, with outstretched hands, in which were vessels of every description from saucepan to silver cup, pressing around the butler, who sat at the tap of a huge cask, filling and filling. Curdie cast one glance around the place before commencing his attack, AND SAW IN THE FARTHEST CORNER A TERRIFIED GROUP OF THE DOMESTICS UNWATCHED, BUT COWERING WITHOUT COURAGE TO ATTEMPT THEIR ESCAPE. AMONGST THEM WAS THE TERROR-STRICKEN FACE OF LUTY, BUT NOWHERE COULD HE SEE THE PRINCESS. SEIZED WITH THE HORRIBLE CONVICTION THAT Harelip HAD ALREADY CARRIED HER OFF, HE RUSHED AMONGST THEM, UNABLE FOR WRATH TO SING ANY MORE, BUT STAMPING AND CUTTING WITH GREATER FURY THAN EVER. "'Stamp on their feet! Stamp on their feet!' he shouted, and in a moment the goblins were disappearing through the hole in the floor like rats and mice. They could not vanish so fast, however, but that many more goblin feet had to go limping back over the underground ways of the mountain that morning. Presently, however, they were reinforced from above by the king and his party, with the redoubtable queen at their head. Finding Curdie again busy amongst her unfortunate subjects, she rushed at him once more with the rage of despair, and this time gave him a bad bruise on the foot. Then a regular stamping fight got up between them. Curdie, with the point of his hunting knife, keeping her from clasping her mighty arms about him, as he watched his opportunity of getting once more a good stamp at her skin-shod foot. But the queen was more wary as well as more agile than hitherto. The rest, meantime, finding their adversary thus matched for the moment, paused in their headlong hurry and turned to the shivering group of women in the corner. As if determined to emulate his father and have a sun woman of some sort to share his future throne, Harelip rushed at them, caught up Lootie, and sped with her to the hole. She gave a great shriek, and Curdie heard her, and saw the plight she was in. Gathering all his strength, he gave the queen a sudden cut across the face with his weapon, came down as she started back with all his weight on the proper foot, and sprung to Lutie's rescue. The prince had two defenceless feet, and on both of them Curdie stamped just as he reached the hole.